0: Welcome to The X Report, I am Ribbon X, and alongside me today, we got Big E, a.k.a. Big E.T., a.k.a. Isaiah Wilson's worst enemy. How you doing today, brother?
1: I'm good, and yeah, Isaiah
0: Wilson's trash. Yeah, we are going to talk more about that a bit later. We got a cool show for you guys today. We are going to play another round of free agency, Would You Rather, as we prepare for the start of the new league year. Um, We talk some basketball. We're going to talk if the Wizards should be taken seriously. And also, we're going to do a mock draft of the All-Star Game, which is taking place... Not this Sunday, but next Sunday, and I'm gonna close out the show, recapping Lib Nation Chamber and talking what the wrestling world would be like if Sasha Banks would have left the WWE in 2019. Before we get to any of that, please be sure to check out the XReport.net. I repeat, the XReport.net for exclusive sports content written by yours truly and fellow export writers. Previous episodes of our lovely podcast on our YouTube channel entitled the X Report. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get started talking and. NFL. And so if you guys follow me on uh, any social media platforms or follow the Facebook uh, page or whatever, you will see that we have finally, after a bit a bit late, I definitely thought I would have it done before this, but finally have produced our first mock draft, our pre-free free agency mock draft. Um, it includes trades, some twists and turns, but honestly, I think it's a pretty solid draft. Um... It's a combination of what I think teams would do But also what I would do So be sure to check that out at the export.net Under the NFL draft section And um, you can even brush up on our past draft coverage So Ethan We all know last year's first round pick Did not exactly go well For you and the Titans So this time around Who do you want your team to draft Or at least if not a specific player A position of need that you feel like You guys have to hit on Um uh.
1: Because we all know that they have every, honestly, in my opinion, outside of corner on the defense, they have playmakers in every other position. Right.
0: Jalen Phillips. I think it's not him, it's the other Gregory Russo. Russo, yeah. Yeah.
1: Him. I think we should target him because like I said, we need pass rush and we need it badly. And who knows, maybe somebody even if we do potentially sign JJ Watt, I still think that our major concern needs to be pass rush.
0: Yeah, I hear you on that. Um in my mock draft, I do have y'all getting a pass rusher. Unfortunately, I have Gregor Rousseau going in the top 15. And then um, but I do have y'all getting Aziz Olajari. I want to say that's how his name out of Georgia. He was really productive. Um, but unfortunately, the thing about this uh year's draft class, especially with pass rusher, is it's a lot of boomer busts. Like it's really no player who's like throughout their con- careers or like consistently dominant. That's why it's very few mock drafts that you'll find where it's like a pass rusher going like in the top 10 which is usually unheard of usually a pass rusher is always gonna go top 10 but i think that just kind of speaks to this year's class but i think that there are going to be a lot of players available who could prove to be diamonds in the rough especially if y'all are able to sign a jj watt i think that that would be a big boost but um speaking of last year's first round pick isaiah wilson a couple weeks ago uh, John Robinson, the uh, general manager of the Tennessee Titans, in a press call talked about Isaiah Wilson, saying that he really has not heard from him, doesn't really know what his status is with the team. But if he is going to be with the team, a lot of work needs to be done. Um, Wilson at the time didn't say anything, but early this week, he tweeted out, of course deleted it, as most athletes do, but said, I'm done with football as a Titan. No further comments. So Ethan, as a Titans fan, as someone who... You know, not gonna say you completely bought into the idea of Isaiah Wilson, but I remember you really liking the pick at the time. So, what are your thoughts on it? I think that my first thought is it's a, it's a,
1: it's just it's a bad thing, like a bad look, because he was a first round pick. He had high, not high expectations, but he had high, a lot of people had high hopes on him. Right. Being at, a potential um, stronghold on their offensive line because we have a good offensive line as is, but you can never go wrong with getting more offensive linemen. And right. I think that, you know, him and his immaturity, because honestly everything that's happened with him has been just major signs of immaturity. Like, he got arrested for trespassing at a TSU party. You're an NFL player. Why are you at a college party? Right. But, like, that's immaturity in and of itself him getting arrested for DUI like bro you're again I say an NFL player that's a major sign of immaturity like you have to like once you reach a certain echelon of status of like and then not even in life well not not as far as the athlete but in life like certain things you shouldn't do and I think and just the way that he conducted himself <clears throat> throughout the course of his tenure of being on the Titans and being with the Titans like Skipping practices and not showing up for practices and things of that it's Just like bro, these people put their trust in you and making you a number one overall pick. Like you, you had the you you live the dream that a lot of people in this world wish they could live. Right. Like you were being you were drafted by an NFL team. You got the opportunity. You have the opportunity to play in the NFL. There's thousands, maybe even millions of people that lives on the earth right now that wish they had the opportunity. And you're one of the very few many that has the opportunity and it's like you just wasted it and just as a fan of the franchises like i really hope that we can just somehow move on from it and continue the business of football and building a um a potential championship winning program but it's just i just hate it and it's terrible and it pisses me off because it's like you know i'm a like, the brand of football is the type, play. I'm a huge fan of. Like, I mean, they run the ball. They dominate the line of scrimmage. And I know that having an offensive line is a major part of it. And it's like, bro,
0: you could have been a key piece of this team and you just want to, like, waste it. Yeah. I totally understand all of that. I mean, it's tough having a draft bust. But, like, usually, like, when players are bust, it happens, like, over time. You know, it's very rare that somebody shows their true colors so much in their first year and they show just how immature they are. And so I've seen reports that the Titans are shopping him. I'd be surprised if anybody would. Well, I'll take that back. I could see a team that really needs offensive line help making that move, but I'd be shocked if they got anything more than like a six for him. Like, I would genuinely be shocked if they got more than that just because the immaturity issues. Like, and if he was so quick to quit on the Titans, then who's to say he won't quit on a different team? And I don't think a lot of teams, especially uh, teams that are really have strong front offices, are going to deal with that BS. Because no matter who you are, their teams, like, for example, the Ravens, like how they did with Earl Thomas, the uh, Patriots, how they deal with just about everybody to where they're not going to play hardball with you. If you want to be on BS, you're going to be gone. So it'll be interesting to see if Isaiah Wilson gets another chance. But speaking of a player who seems to get a lot of chances, uh, GM for the 49ers, John Lynch, recently did an interview with uh, Clark Judge of Talk of Fame and asked him if if there was any doubt that Jimmy Garoppolo was going to be their starter next season. In response, John Lynch said, no, not at all. I really believe that. Just look at the numbers. He's 24-9 when he's played. And then he said, though, being available is a big part of uh, of this thing. So, like I said, we probably as a stated goal, we have to insulate ourselves better. And we have to get better options if he's not there. So, Ethan, on, do you really believe that there is no doubt that Jimmy G is going to be the starting quarterback for the 49ers next year? Because I, I think there's a lot of doubt. I think that I'm like half and half on this. I think it's If he's able to come back and show the team that he's healthy, then yes, I think he's no question. Because honestly, given the roster that they have now, unless they made like a major trade or
1: made a move to draft a quarterback, he honestly is the best option in a quarterback like Nick Mullins. He's He's not a starting caliber quarterback in my opinion. Yes, Jimmy G, I think, I think he's a starting caliber quarterback, but he's a, uh, at best an average starter. Yeah. Like, he type of guy that you want to build your team around. He's the type of guy that, like, you kind of like what they have currently in place. They have a strong run game. They have a strong defense. And you can insert Jimmy G, and he can manage the game and, like, just not lose the game for that team. But it's also this part of me that's like the best ability is availability. Right. And it's J- showing he's not always available to their team. And maybe if they can try to find somebody that's more durable that can withstand the um, the blows of playing in a 17. 17- Honestly, because it's the home um, season moving up to 17 games this year?
0: Yes, it is. So, yeah. So, having somebody that can show that they can play in a minimum 16. Now, if not seventeen games throughout the season, maybe that should be the move that they make. It's funny you mentioned the seventeen game because I'm interested to see how that's gonna work with scheduling. Like, who is gonna be that extra opponent? Um, but yeah, like you said, I think that I think that with Jimmy Garoppolo, best case scenario for the Forty ers is they draft someone who they can coach up, hopefully get a full offseason out of, potentially see what they can do in the preseason, and then have them back up Jimmy Garoppolo. But let's be honest, I hate to, I'm hate i not wishing it on him, but inevitably he's going to end up getting hurt just because every year it seems like he gets hurt. And so I think that their best-case scenario is they draft somebody, somebody comes in and they have a good offseason, they still rock with Garoppolo as a starter, Garoppolo goes down, and then they have a rookie in place who can be their starter. Because if we look at quarterbacks as it stands in the NFC West, I don't think that you would have an argument Is to me saying that right now they have the worst quarterback, and it's not even close. I mean, Russell is Russell. Matthew Stafford has already done really great things in his career despite being on a bad team, and now he's on a potentially Super Bowl contending team. And then in, uh, in Arizona, of course, you have Kyler Murray, who continues to get better. Sure, he has flaws, but he's still a pretty solid quarterback. And then there's just Jimmy G who you can't really trust. And even at his best, he's average. So I think that he – I'm not going to say they're just completely going to give up on him unless somehow they find a way to trade for, like, Deshaun Watson. And then, of course, you get rid of Jimmy Garoppolo. But I think that best-case scenario, they're just going to get a rookie and then just try to groom him. But I don't see uh, Jimmy G being their starter all all season next year. I I, I would be surprised if it actually worked out that way. But speaking of another quarterback who just won't seem to die, Tom Brady has already stated before that he wants to play at least until he is 45. As we all know, right now he is 43. He'll turn 44 in August, and he's on his last year of his two-year deal with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. GM Jason Light already said that it's a possibility about getting a contract extension done for Mr. Brady so he could potentially play till 45 Ethan do you think that this will be the last year of Tom Brady or is there more Brady like years to come uh, I honestly think all of these is on his play on the field yeah because, honestly this season Tom Brady
1: he showed that he's still a very capable quarterback like Beginning of the season, and I attest that to him learning the offense. Bruce Arians learning what to do with Tom Brady. But as the season progressed, Tom Brady was—he had some good moments. Right. I think that you know, if he continues to show that he's still capable of playing throughout the course of this season, why not sign him for one more year and then let him ride off in the sunset at age forty-five?
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean. Like you said, I mean, he did prove to be very capable. You can make an argument that in the playoffs he played possibly his worst ball of the season, um, especially the Packers game. Because more, more or less, be honest, it was more so mistakes made and the defense really stepping up. They got them the Super Bowl. And so I think that as long as they can keep this defense together, of course you want to keep Tom Brady. I mean, he's not making too many mistakes. He's still – Shows that he has the leadership. I mean, you can't count Brady out as long as Tom Brady's there, you're going to be a super bowl contender. And I think that for a team like the Bucks, who let's be honest, have not had that in over a decade, I say, why not continue to ride the wave as long as he wants to keep going? I don't see why he would leave. And in truth, if he does want to play until he's 45, it really wouldn't make sense for him to go anywhere else. Why would I leave a place where I just got a super bowl, potentially could get another? And then at 45, like you're not young. You're going to have to learn a whole nother system. It's going to whole new people. So I think that if um, if he really does want to play the 45, then I think it would be a perfect and smart idea for the uh, Bucks to just go ahead and bring him back. But, all right, last bit of NFL stuff before we get uh, to the NBA. We're going to play Would You Rather... Uh, free agency edition and of course like most other NFL conversations it's all about quarterbacks so last week we talked about Alex Smith and him potentially uh, getting released by the Washington football team saving them over 13 million dollars and then this week it came out that Marcus Mariota backup quarterback for the Raiders could potentially get traded or released if teams don't want to get that contract so Ethan let's say you need a backup quarterback who are you more inclined to sign Alex Smith or Marcus Mariota
1: um, being honest, I'm gonna be more inclined to sign Marcus Mariota. No, no offense to Alex Smith, but it just depends on the structure of my team. I'm thinking of it is like if I'm the Titans and I want a backup, I would want. Even though I know we had our experiment with Marcus Mariota, but mm-hmm. like, he's younger. He's at this he stage in his career. He is a better player than Alex Smith, and he also is mobile. Like maybe. Mm-hmm. Today's NFL, you need mobile quarterbacks, and Marcus Mariota is proven that he is mobile. Mm-hmm. Now, if I were a team that has a younger quarterback like IE, the Dolphins, I would probably pick Alex Smith, but just only for mentoring purposes only.
0: I would say, like you said, it really just depends on the scheme. Um, I think, like in the case of Baltimore, Marcus Mariota would be a perfect fit. Because he's already a mobile quarterback, he can make things happen with his legs. I mean, if you need any example, just uh, rewatch or look at the clips of him when he started, well, not started, but when Derek Carr went out against the Chargers and he had to step in. He had a great game. And he showed that he could still produce the issue with him like Jimmy G is, questions about his availability, if he can really stay healthy. So I think for teams that that use the run, and have a kind of a veteran quarterback in place. I think that Marcus Mariota would be a better fit. But yeah, in terms of Alex Smith, I mean, he provides the leadership and the veteran presence that you would want. So, like I said, like I'm in agreement with you about it being just a case by case basis. I feel like um if, for example, the Lions need a backup quarterback, I think Alex Smith will be a good fit there. Um, just to kind of coach up Jared Goff a bit, whereas in a, I'm going to kind of disagree with you about the Dolphins. I would actually think that Marcus Mariota would be a better fit just because he and Tua have a really strong relationship, and I feel like he could kind of not necessarily be a cautionary tale, but could kind of show Tua some pointers to use some of that athleticism and kind of work on being a better player. But all right, last piece. Just just because it always seems to be new quarterback drama, my brother-in-law Russell Wilson, who, as I have to make sure this is made plain, has not demanded a trade. He has not said he wants to leave the Seahawks. But if a trade was in place, he would say he would go to the Cowboys, Saints, Raiders, or Bears. Reason being issues with P. Carroll feeling like the team is not doing a good enough job to try to fortify their offense. As we all know, Seattle's offense came out like a rocket to start the season and then fell off of a cliff um, by midseason. Um, it's reports that Russell even stormed out of a meeting with coaches after his ideas of fixing the office were, offense were dismissed prior to their Thursday night game versus Arizona. So understandable frustration there. I don't really think he gets traded. But for the sake of conversation, you're a team that needs a quarterback. Desperately. You don't want to go the rookie route. You want to vet. Are you going to put forth at least three first-round picks and whatever else to get Deshaun Watson or Russell Wilson? So, this is tough. Yeah, right? But i think i would base this
1: decision kind of in the same sense of what i base the other one on it depends on your situation like if you're a team with a lot of established veterans and in a pretty much you're already in a position to win a super bowl you just need a quarterback in my opinion like the bears
0: because his contract he this past he was just the first year into a long-term deal so you wouldn't have to worry about the rest of his contract for another what three four years whereas Russ I want to say this upcoming year is like his last year on his deal or he's going to have another year but you're going to have more time with Deshaun who's also younger as opposed to Russell who is a bit older and is going to need a new contract sooner that is really the only distinction between the two but I mean If I'm either the Raiders, Cowboys, Saints, or um, Bears, I would do whatever's in my power to make that trade happen. I think the thing that's holding the Cowboys back and the um, Cowboys and Saints back is they don't have the cap space for it. They are literally in cap hell. But if I'm Chicago or if I'm Las Vegas, I I would blow their phone up. We will make something happen. But, all right, let's talk NBA. Ethan, what are your top three takeaways from this last week's action? Top three
1: takeaways are the Eastern Conference is exciting. hmm Like, I understand that this, the 76 is they're the top team. The Nets are looking, starting to look like a juggernaut just because, you know, people can't keep up with their offense with James Harden Kyrie, and Kyrie. Mm -hmm. And then have K D injured but it's like still when K D comes back, I still don't think a lot of teams will be able to keep up with the offensive firepower that they have. Mm Um they have and they also have a lot of excitement players in the Houston Conference. Like yes they don't have a
0: You know, since he's become the Giannis that we know.
1: Yeah. And, um, number one, man, you know, it sucks being a, it sucks being a team that's put in a position where the second half of your season you're going to have 40 games. Yeah. Like, it's only two, it's us and I think the Spurs, but it's like just to think about it.
0: That's a and, lot of games in a very short time.
1: Damn. You know, X amount of games and X amount of week and X, X amount of days and X amount of weeks and it's like, yeah, bro. Even if we are a dirt things, it's be a difficult on the body. So it's like, it
0: sucks, bro. Yeah, this year has been rough, especially with all the postponements. But all right, let's talk Mamba Players of the Week. This one is slightly biased, but also production is coming. My Eastern Mamba player of the week is going to be Russell Westbrook. The Wizards have gotten out to a bit of a streak. They're looking really good. And Russ is going back to the Russ... That got him MVP. Of course, I'm not saying he's going to win MVP. But his numbers have been great over the last 10 games. Nearly averaging a double-double. Really has put his foot into the behind of the Wizards. Really been a big part of them getting things back on track. We'll kind of get into how he's done that later. But it's really just been a joy to watch Russell and watch him get more um, integrated with the uh, Washington Wizards team. So, I'm going to say Russell's out of the East. For me, I'm going to
1: say team, man. I'm going to say Bradley Field. Like, Bradley To right. So I gotta give it to
0: him. Alright, now out of the West, first time uh, player of the week from my pick, or at least, yeah. I, I I think it's the first time. Uh my mama player of the week is going to be Zion Williamson. Like you said, I mean, he's a freak of nature, literally been dominating, especially these last four games. I mean, it's just it just shows when he's healthy, it's very little that he can do. And I feel like if he was putting on these performances last year, it would definitely more so warrant him being the arguments for him being rookie of the year, even though of course he deserved and he went to job. But I mean he's looking great. And I think that he's really starting to show the potential that he had coming out of college. Yeah, for me it's also
1: awesome. He's shooting like 61% from the field. And if you don't, if you stop him, nine times out of ten, he's gonna be a foul because he draws the most fouls in isolation situations. And he also has the he has the most rebounds off his own these shots out of anybody in the NBA. Mm-hmm. So if you do stop him, you foul him. If you stop him if you stop him without fouling. He's more than likely going to get his own rebound to score again. So it's like Zion is it's one of the most dominant. I'm going to be real with you. Outside of and B, Zion is the most dominant player in the NBA as far as like a physical standpoint. Yeah.
0: I would, I would definitely agree with that, especially this year. He's really showing that off. I hope that he's able to stay healthy and able to keep doing it because, I mean, it's a joy to watch. New Orleans games don't get as much uh, media attention, of course, as bigger markets. But I mean, when he you, when you get to watch him play, it's it's been it's been a work of art. Um, and my Mamba rookie of the week, I'm gonna go uh, Lamelo Ball consistently putting up over twenty. Besides the Golden State game, where really he had seven. But I mean, of course, every rookie's gonna have their ebbs and flows. But Lamelo's been looking good, so I'm gonna say Lamelo. Yeah, I gotta
1: go Lamelo
0: too. All right, now talking about dominance and your favorite player good old shaq now in a recent interview with nbc sports philly he he mentioned that he always wanted to team up with alan iverson and even said if i had played with him in philly we definitely would have two or three championships ethan is that believable or buffoonery? do you really think that they would have had a couple of championships if they had played together
1: to begin with with Shaq and Kobe. Yeah. So, like, I think if you were to add Shaq, if you were have thermal Shaq with AI, team, they definitely would have won two or three, in my opinion. Like, because AI was the most electrifying player outside of Kobe on the perimeter, and then you add Shaq, who's the most dominant big man in the game, they definitely would have won at least two.
0: Yeah, I think that would have got multiple championships, too. I don't know about three, but I could definitely see two. Um, and I also think that with Shaq being there, one, no offense to uh, Mutombo. We all know Matombo is great, but let's be honest. He's no Shaq, especially because when he had gotten to Philly, he was a bit older. I think that the only thing that Philly would have have kind of suffered from that L.A. didn't is just like the veterans on the team. And I mean, like, veterans as far as, like, productive veterans. Like, yeah, Derek Fisher wasn't, like, a star player, but he could still give you points off the bench. Um, Rick Fox was still productive there. Like, Brian Shaw. Like, they had players, multiple players who could not, of course, not be superstars, but they did their jobs. And the same really couldn't have been said for Philly at the time. But I think that they would have at least won. At the very least, won. But it wouldn't have shocked me if they would have at least won, too. I think it would have been a lot of fun to watch, um, with A.I. and Shaq. It would be funny to watch them argue. I would pay money to see them get into it. Yeah, me
1: too.
0: Because I know they would have. But all right, let's uh, talk about present day. And the present day news is the Washington Wizards look to have turned the corner. Uh, they are currently 7-3 uh, and three in the last 10 games. Actually enjoyed a nice uh, five-game win streak where they beat some dominant teams, one of them being the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, I kind of talked about Russell. One of the reasons why he was my mom's Player of the Week. Uh, Rui Hachimura uh, Talked about Russell and said Russell asked each player Each role player define what their role was In front of the group at a recent practice Several players have cited the newfound clarity In their roles as having helped Lead to the winning streak So it seems that people are getting their roles It seems like the team overall is playing better Ethan do you think that the Wizards Have started to turn a corner And are they for real I definitely think they started to turn the corner Because the
1: thing is teammates and saying that those are things that need to be established for a team to make the playoffs slash potentially win an NBA title. Right. I I don't see the Wizards winning an NBA title. Oh yeah no
0: that this that conversation as you can see like we've seen it on the court but i think in the long run it can also really help out the wizards i mean as of right now they're the 12th seed in the east but let's be honest right now in the uh top eight teams four of them have a sub 500 record and with the teams ahead of them there isn't too much of a distinction it's they're two and a half games back of the eighth seed, so I think with so much left to chance, especially in the second half of the season, I could really see them vying for a playoff spot, especially if they were able to pull off a trade for a guy like a Blake Griffin. If they want to get a bit ambitious, if they could get a cat like uh, John Collins out of Atlanta, I think that would be huge for them. Like If they could get like one more piece to kind of bring things together, I think that it could definitely make them a playoff team because, of course, it's still fairly early in the season, so I don't want to say, oh, yeah, they're a lot. Because anything can happen. But I do think that as they continue to know each other and get better, I think that with the All-Star break kind of getting a break from the action, I think that it could really turn the tide for the Wizard season. Do I think they're a, a contending team? No. But I could definitely see them sneaking into the playoffs. At best, maybe a sixth seed. At worst, maybe an eighth seed. But I can see them making it happen. But moving on, um, earlier this week it was 224. Unfortunately, a very sad day for a lot of basketball fans, because, of course, it's kind of in remembrance of Gianna and Kobe being Bryant. Um, And on that day, Kyrie Irving, a student of Kobe's game, uh, posted a picture of the logo with the picture of Kobe Bryant. Under the, it had the caption of, gotta happen, I don't care what anyone said, Black Kings built the league. Um in a recent press conference, he was asked about that and he reiterated that subject. He said, Kobe Bryant logo, yes, needs to happen. I don't care what anybody says. Black Kings built the league, it's exactly what I meant. And so at the time of Kobe's passing, it was a lot of talk about the logo being changed to Kobe. And even though that talk has kind of waned a bit, Kyrie has kind of reopened that conversation. So, even if it's not Kobe Bryant, do you see the NBA logo ever being changed? Or I won't say ever being changed, but being changed anytime soon. I don't think it'll be changed anytime soon, but I do think it would I
1: can see it being changed. And quite honestly, I can see it being changed to Kobe. Yeah. they know about is Kobe like I've right. sure. been Kobe was Kobe was our Jordan like we didn't really we know about Jordan we studied tapes and studied film on Jordan but we never actually saw Jordan live right. Kobe live we saw Kobe win champions we saw Kobe score 81 points and I think just his stature in the NBA he's he could very well easily in my opinion be the next um the next
0: logo i agree like whenever i have the conversation about kobe or jordan i always say i didn't experience jordan i experienced kobe i went through that everything in his career and so that's a big reason why i'm such a fan of his but yeah i think that i saw a tweet that was like there's nothing wrong with the nba logo which is not there's nothing wrong with that logo but i do think that as the game changes and progresses, I don't... What's the harm in changing it? Like, as long as it still has the the typical red, white, and blue, who really cares what the logo is? I mean, especially if it is a player as pivotal as Kobe Bryant, especially because, unfortunately, of, of his passing and how influential the game he was on the game, what better way for the league to honor him than having him as the logo? And then even if because of course we don't see the logo and it says jerry west but it's just what it represents and so i think that making kobe bryant into the logo would be a tremendous thing i think that is something that really could happen in the near future um honestly i don't see what's all the pushback about it from adam silver and everything like i don't i don't think the logo is that big of a deal um so, I but I could definitely see it happening. I mean, you're not married to a logo, the world isn't gonna end if you change a logo. So, I could see it happening, but let's talk. Yo, God, Boogie. I know you're a big Boogie fan. Unfortunately, injuries came and kind of destroyed the dominant image that he had, and unfortunately, it's taken a bit of a toll. Now, he and the Houston Rockets have agreed um, to for his release. Um, the reason being, they wanted to go more of a small ball esque roster, similar to kind of what they did last year. So, Ethan, do you think that another team is going to take a chance on Boogie? Um, I see another team taking
1: a chance on him. The thing is, I'll be honest, Boogie's on the court production wasn't that great.
0: Yeah.
1: Boogie, I think Boogie was averaging like, I want to say maybe close to nine points and I think nine is pushing it yeah. but he was shooting like 30 32 percent from the field which for a center it's terrible it's that's yeah it's terrible like yes he was shooting 35 percent from the three but the total you have to to especially when you're a big because most of your sides are going to come directly near the basket mm-hmm. and if they, if you shoot thirty five percent, that's not great. I can see a team maybe like the next potentially signing him, but I don't know. Like I won't begin the league. I miss him, but I think that if it's not the next, I don't really know a team that might sign him. Maybe the Lakers because you know familiarity. Maybe,
0: uh, familiarity.
1: And with AD being injured, y'all might need some front-court depth, but I can't really name them and
0: the teams I think with Esk is sign please. Yeah, I would agree with that as well. Um, I think that – and so many teams are kind of veering towards catering to the small ball-esque. And, I mean, at the time when he did sign with the Rockets, it seemed like a great match. But, I mean, if a team like the Rockets, it doesn't work out, it's hard to really see where it would work. Like you said, the Nets, because they really need depth um, all over, which would be helpful. The Lakers, of course, because without AD, it looks like – I'm not going to say it's as bad as the uh, post-Kobe Lakers or late-career Lakers because the 2013, 2014, oh, there's some rough times. So I'm not going to say it's that bad, but it's not as great as it was just a few months ago. Um, So, yeah, there are a lot of teams that – I see I have a hard time seeing how he would fit in, which is unfortunate. I think what would happen is a big, a notable big would have to go down with the injury, and then that's when Boogie would get a look. But right now, I just can't think of anybody who would be in that big of a rush to sign him. But uh speaking of the Nets, um Kendrick Perkins, a big who, you know, never in his career was dominant, but he talks a lot. Uh, He said on a recent episode of First Take that uh, the best player in the league this year has been James Harden. Not only is he the best player, he's the best point guard in the league. Ethan, are you in agreement with that? never professed to being a fan of James Harden but I mean like what he's done this season has been really good he's played into his role he makes the Nets clearly a contender for a championship even with KD out but as far as the best player in the league I can't agree to that I mean right now you could say he's the best player on the Nets but I wouldn't say he's the best player in the East like overall this year I would say Joel Embiid has been having a better year and then in terms of the overall league, of course you can make an argument for LeBron because every year you can make an argument for LeBron. Steph Curry's been having a great year. Dame has continued to do Dame like things. So no, I couldn't, I can't say he's the best at either. But this could potentially be his best year. Like even if he doesn't win MVP or anything, I think that this could be the most well rounded year that he's had, and could yeah. potentially like change the trajectory of his career. But He's having a great season, but I wouldn't go as far as to say he's the best player in the league because it's just not like every... He's had some stretches where he's just looked kind of meh as opposed to like just dominating. And he's been a great at point guard, but I, I wouldn't call him the best. But all right, let's go ahead and do this NBA All-Star Game mock draft. The real draft is going to be taking place March 4th. And so to kind of prep for that, we are going to do our own draft. Now, I'm going to be team LeBron. Ethan is going to be team Durant. And since um uh KD is going to miss the all-star game, but apparently I haven't seen anything about him not making picks. Um, Ethan is going to get an extra pick for the starters because he is going to be replaced. So, replacing KD is going to be Jason Tatum. So, Ethan, with the first overall pick, who do you got?
1: Okay, I got Kyrie Okay. he like he isn't above he isn't an above the real player. But Kyrie ever has the type of game that is made for an all-star game. He has flashy ball and he had amazing body contortion with layups and just uh his layup package is the best layup package I've ever seen. I'm not gonna lie to you. Mm-hmm. But they got to free. And I also already teammate. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with Steph Curry. Shooter shoot, he's still balling. I mean, and who doesn't like watching Steph play? So I'm gonna say Steph. Okay, okay. I am going to go with.
1: Uh, I'm gonna go Luca.
0: Okay. All right, I'm gonna go. I'ma go Kawhi Leonard. Consistent, gets the job done. You can't go wrong with Kawhi. Okay. Uh, I'm going
1: to Joel Embiid.
0: Okay. I almost said Joel. Alright, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Bradley Bill. Just cause I want Bradley Bill on my team and hoping you won't pick too many bigs. Because so far, you got Luca, Kyrie, and Joel.
1: I'm trying to... I thought I remembered all the starters. I got you.
0: So, so far, there's there's Giannis, Jason Tatum, uh, Luka Doncic. I mean, not Luka Doncic, I'm sorry. Uh, Giannis, Jason Tatum, and uh, Nikola Jokic. I'm going with Tatum. All right, Tatum. All right, I'm going to take Giannis. And so that means you get Luka by, I mean, not Luka, uh, Nikola Jokic by default. All right, so my starting five for Team LeBron is LeBron, Steph Curry, Kawhi Leonard, Bradley Beal, and Giannis Antetokounmpo. For your team, KD, you got Kyrie Irving, Luka, Joel Embiid, um, Jason Tatum, and Nikola Jokic. Now, do you want me to round uh, say the reserves or do you know? I'm going to need you. All right, I got you. So it's gonna be Jalen Brown, Paul George, James Harden, Rudy Gobert, Zach Levine, Dirty Dame, uh, Julius Randle, Donovan Mitchell, Ben Simmons, uh, Chris Paul, uh, Demontis Sabonis, and Devin Booker. So because you got the first pick last time, I'm gonna go first, and I'm gonna take Damian Lillard. Hey, say it, but... Yeah, of course I had to. I had to. Um. Uh,
1: okay. I
0: am going to take Zach Levine. Good pick. All right. I'm going to go look at the formation of my roster. I need a pick.
1: I'm
0: going to go Rudy Gobert. Okay. I'm gonna say. Let's get Spike. I'll take Donovan Mitchell. Okay.
1: Right. Let me see. So. Will, I'm sorry, what you I will take some bonus. Okay.
0: Alright. I'm gonna go with. I'll take what time kind of team do I want to build? Oh uh, forget it. I'll take Paul George.
1: Okay. I'll take B book.
0: Okay. I will take uh I don't want I'll take Julius Randle. So, as of right now, who's left is James Harden and, and Ben Simmons. So, between the two, I'll take Ben Simmons. I got enough shooters. And then that means you got James Harden.
1: I got the next of uh, where
0: I is a uh, KD. Yeah. So, I mean, that's still a good team. All right. So, here are the teams. Um, right now, I got, of course, with LeBron, Steph Curry, Kawhi Leonard, Bradley Bill, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Damian Lillard, uh, Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell, Paul George, uh, what's that, Julius Randle, and Ben Simmons. While Ethan's team KD, or you know, not gonna play Kyrie Irvin, Luka Dunchik, uh, Joel Embiid, uh, Jason Tatum, Nikola Jokic, uh, Levine, Zach Levine, Jalen Brown, Demonte Sabonis. Devin Booker, Chris Paul, and James Harden. All right, so you want to play a game with this to see how many picks we get right? Yeah, we can. All right, bet. We'll see who got the right picks, and then the winner will get bragging rights. I don't know. cross the bridge when we get to it. All right, before we close out, move on to the WWE, let us make game picks for tonight. Uh, February 27th, 2021. Starting off with the uh, Philadelphia 76ers uh, hosting the Cleveland Cavaliers. I got 76ers. Hey, Amen. Washington Wizards taking on the Minnesota Timberwolves. I'm taking Wizards because I don't trust the Timberwolves to do anything. Yeah, I got Wizards because the Timberwolves are trash. Yeah, and Malik Beasley is like. A fool in his own right. But, I mean, he can hoop a little bit. And he's suspended for the next 12 games. So, that's going to be another blow to an already depleted roster. Uh, New Orleans Pelicans versus San Antonio Spurs. I got Pelicans.
1: I got Spurs.
0: Indiana Pacers taking on the New York Jets. I, I mean, not Jets. New York Knicks. I got Pacers. Uh, you said the Pacers versus who?
1: Knicks. I got
0: Utah Jazz versus the Orlando Magic, I got Jazz. Yeah, I got Jazz. Denver Nuggets versus the Oklahoma City Thunder, I got Nuggets.
1: Yeah, I got Nuggets
0: too. And then last game, Dallas Mavericks versus the Brooklyn Nets, I got Nets. I
1: got Brooklyn.
0: All right, let's talk some world wrestling entertainment. The grappling. But we're going to get things started by recapping the chamber, that was eliminated. Oh, my. So, on the pre-show. The show was pretty. It was announced that our good buddy Keith Lee was unable to contribute to the triple threat match. Women, his sp- spot had to be replaced. And after a fatal four-way of pretty reputable guys, John Morrison wins.
2: A.K.A. Johnny, drip, drip.
0: Yeah, totally. Wins the chance to compete for the United States Championship. Let's see how that turned out later. Daniel Bryan, to open the show, wins the number one contender Elimination Chamber, um, which was nice until Roman came and said, Hey, we'll have none of that.
2: Hey, hey that's cool that you want to know, but now I'm kill you.
0: And he did. But then, after his win, he got speared by the Radar Superstar, who announced that Roman is who he wants at Mania. Not my pick, but you go. You go. Rip. It was nice knowing you, Edge. Uh, before before we move on, um, I just want to get your take on a couple of things, you know, mm-hmm. with regards to Edgerton. So Vince Russo, he gets a lot of crap, you know, but he, he's been in the business a long time. And when he, when talking about Edge versus Roman, he said, Reigns needs to beat Edge in 10 seconds. I'm sorry, bro. No disrespect. It's Roman's time. Now, our good buddy Booker T also had something to say about the match. He didn't say 10 seconds, but he said, Honestly, he, meaning Edge, doesn't match up with Roman Reigns. Roman is a beast. Roman has proved that he is truly the guy. I really feel that way. So, do you think that it was best for business to have Edge go up against Roman at the Mania of Wrestling? Yes. Okay.
2: I feel like, um, like, match-wise, they'll be, um, it'll be a great college match, especially seeing, like, the work that Roman's been putting in um personally uh, a little small spoiler for like wrestling predictions I think Rome should will win I feel like, like it'll be like a great back and forth contest but like in the end like Roman should like uh, like dominate like like he always does like um like actually his stuff in but like like from like the middle of the match like close to like towards the end like Rome's just like Alright, alright, cool. I'll let you get yourself in. Now it's time for me to kill you.
0: I'm not going to give my predictions because, you know, then... Yeah. Where's the spice for me? Well, like, like,
2: like like I said, then again, predictions can change within two months' time. Well, not even two months' time, but, you know, like... Month, a month and a half. half. Like, predictions can change. Yeah. But, like, as of right now, from, like, looking at it, like... Um... Edge doesn't need to win. And sometimes, like, like, giving the story, like, you know, the hero doesn't always need to win.
0: <laughs> I'm just going to say, uh let's be honest with these automated fans nobody's really believe someone would boo roman right now however if you want to make a villain have him be edge you, you, like, and I'm, decisively quickly, quickly
2: you know have to send your story is gonna be like <laughs> cute like the, the roman win okay congratulations but how about now, I'm i just, I'm, but i'm gonna stop you right there though.
0: but how about i job the hell out of you on the 10-year anniversary of your retirement okay Okay, that's all I'm going to say on the matter. We'll touch on it more when we get to Mania season, you know. It was about a month time. and a half. Yeah, but you know, just want you wanted your take on that. All right, continuing on with the show. Uh, Matt Riddle defies the odds and relies on a bit of a crutch. <laughs> you see what I did there? To become the new United States champion. Keep in mind,
2: Bobby never got in. So, um, keep, he keeping him strong.
0: He ain't focused Cause on that Because like, honestly,
2: could you realistically see Matt Riddle or... John Morrison, Pink and Bobby.
0: No, <laughs> like, well, I could see, I could see Matt, like if he was to beat the hell out of him with the crutch, and then even like, then,
2: like even we did beat the hell out of him with the crutch, he just didn't even go
0: down. You know what I mean? But like, you know, beat, you know, like how in Tommaso versus Johnny when he was, you know, the crutch on, you know, you just a little stab and stab. I don't
2: feel like they were really trying to kill each other.
0: A Little stab and stab, but brothers fight, you know? Don't you watch NXT? Yeah all right and despite reginald's best efforts nia jackson shayna basil retain the women's tag championships and drew mcintyre beats the odds to retain his title with a beautiful claymore on aj styles but after an attack by the big black and beautiful bobby lashley and then a cash-in by the miss we have a new wwe champion you and i tied the night with a record of three and two so we've had you win, I win. <laughs> we love to see it. Continuity. <laughs> oh, what was your favorite match of the night?
2: Um my favorite match of the night was um it's a No More Contenders Chamber match. Um I just feel like like the matches is flo- just, it just it just flowed, you know? Mm-hmm. Like it, like everything's worked out very nice and like, you know, everything's flowed to that then just the follow up of it like hmm. I like the build here, and then like hey,
0: destroy yeah. destroy build destroy is one of No, but, uh,
2: but yeah that was my favorite match
0: of the night my favorite was the United States Championship mm-hmm. because one it's always nice seeing John Morrison you know compete in a match and one that matters Matt Riddle is always entertaining you know he's actually given opportunities Bobby Lashley Bobby Lashley it was just a nice match one that let's be honest we're probably not going to see again anytime soon
2: you want Joe Morrison in a like in a match? world.
0: Yeah, know. exactly. So like, no, I think it really went well. It just showed off the athleticism of Morrison, why
2: he could be champ, championship too United States or world championship.
0: Why? Honestly, I'd rather see him in a mess in the Miz, but that's neither here nor there. And yeah, so I I liked it. What was your favorite moment of the night?
2: Uh, I would say my favorite moment was like, <laughs> is when like Jay like trapped Kevin Owens on. Like, oh, my gosh. He kicked them in the head. Like, you know what? I'm not doing it. I'm, I'm going to you a splash from the top. Okay? Okay. Not that
0: good. looked terrible. Like, if his yeah. arm would have ripped out his socket, I don't think anybody would be able to well, be surprised. i I'm socket
2: impossible concussion. Because I know, like, the way Jimmy and Jason superkits people, like, I, I know they feel that. Like, all in their jaw. I probably didn't have a broken jaw from that.
0: Who said he didn't?
2: You right.
0: Uh, My favorite moment was Bobby Lashley attacking Drew. Because, let's be honest, usually... You know shenanigans are going to take place if after a championship match, the champion has the title, wah, 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 and they don't just put the in the bottom right corner, like, the mm. trademark and stuff. You know things are going to happen. So when I did not immediately see that coming, I was like, ooh, pain. And it came in the form of Bobby Lashley, which I think, yes, the Miz is champion right now, but I think it more so does stuff for Bobby to make him more of mm. a, le- a legitimate um, world championship. Especially,
2: especially the way that they followed it up on Raw and i like, night.
0: Like, hmm. Hmm.
2: See Miz when you do business you, you better own up in your Ain't in the bargain
0: Shout out to my main man Miz for his facial expression When Shane was like And if Braun wins the match tonight He'll be a triple threat he'll Miz's like, facial expression was like literally priceless So I gotta fight Bobby anyway yeah. yeah congratulations And I gotta fight this one too If he wins like yeah
2: congratulations See you next week Miz Congratulations you played either way, yourself Either way you're getting hurt <laughs> either way Dang. you know you have a whole TV reality TV show you know you want you want you want let John Morrison do it
0: don't you do that
2: I mean he has a better
0: chance yes but he, he's faster <laughs> he can run away I would run away <laughs> run away alright increased and decreased stock for me I'm gonna say the men's increased stock I mean I never knew that. I didn't even think of this as like an actual stat. But, I mean, he's a two-time Grand Slam champion, which is freaking remarkable the when only, you think about it. He's the only
2: person to do that. Like, Yeah. He's literally...
0: Wow. That's honestly a stat I've never thought about until now. But, I mean, hey.
2: Two-time world champion. Most of the time, IC champ. Most of the time, US yeah. champ. Most of the time, tag tag champ. champ. Like, wow.
0: You go, boy. Cool. Uh, who would <laughs> have thought when he first debuted, like, literally no one wanted you there? Who would have thought he would have lasted this long with those spiked... Uh frosted tips. Oh gosh. Oh
2: gosh. It's, it's amazing how people don't want to like damn he, he just following his dreams. He's <laughs> like, just don't dream. want you he
0: <laughs> was he was very obnoxious though. Damn he cool. was annoying. I get I get being annoyed, but he calmed down and but,
2: but, I get it. But JBL.
0: I mean <coughs> JBL was just a terrible, but he, you know, beat your ass. So it was like eh make you business decision and uh my decrease stock is reginald just because like i didn't think that oh, sasha yeah. <laughs> yeah and bianca were gonna win but it was just like this is not necessary so yeah those are my increase and decrease what about you
2: i would say my increase stock is definitely mid like um because I mean, like considering you like, how mid like his fame base is, like he, he's at, he actually one the most respected um superstar so considering where he, like say said where he started off and where he is now he is one of the most respected um you got angry Miz girl like damn she's on she's on team Miz now <laughs> but um does it seem like the Miz like become champion it's like it, it, it's actually not that bad you know considering like the storyline going forward with this and you know congrats you congrats to the Miz being the only two time Grand Slam champion <laughs> you've accomplished things in your career weirdo am I decreased like retribution uh for my um I'm sorry yeah it's like it's a fatal four way. Like, why? Why are three of y'all just hanging out together? To y'all can really just do something. Well,
0: common sense ain't that common, <laughs> like,
2: right? You look at um, AJ Styles. What, almost he does. He just does things like, "Hey, I'm here. Might as well do something." Yeah, it's
0: hard enough for me too.
2: <laughs> but he's there doing stuff, especially like the the Rumble. Like, Retribution is not doing. They, they come out with him. Almost, he's helping helping adjust, stay stay and eliminate people. Eliminate my chain match. Hey, just rip the thing off the good doors. Or I'm gonna be next anyway. We all know he's gonna be last. My, just rip it off. I can go in. Like he's actually doing some retribution. It's a fatal four way, and there's no dq. Help him. No. <laughs> Help him win this match. No, no. Like,
0: like common sense, no here. It's
2: like I want retribution. It's like try to be great. It's like the stuff they're given to do is just not helping them at all.
0: No, it's it's really not. Um, my one booking decision. I really did not have many. I just would have put Ricochet in the triple threat match, and I love John Morrison, I do, but I feel like Ricochet needed it more because like he has really no direction whatsoever. At the very least, at least John's with the Miz, so he's getting his green time, whereas Ricochet is kind of like you know. eh. I'm here. Yeah, which (laughs) sucks. I mean, you could always send him back to NXT if you wanted to, but yeah, that was my one booking decision. What about yours? Um, I just.
2: I wouldn't have had a version come out, because, like, the tag team match, it, like, it wasn't bad. You know, it was, like, pretty, um, pretty good tag team. It's, like, just version just, like, diluted it. Like, ah. Uh, no, no, like, regimen, like, your you're great. Like, the stuff you do doing in the ring is fa- fantastic, but, like, don't need you out here. Because we already know you, you just, like, you're doing it, so come back and get another tire match or fast lane. But, like, we don't need you here. <laughs> like, at least with this storyline, she she's either on face off or the face beyond Bianca and you all know the result of
0: that <laughs> yeah and if there's any other result then it's gonna be a problem yeah. courtesy of the braid look
2: this is gonna be the first time that two black men gonna make it in wrestlemania for a time
0: don't mess it up <laughs>
1: okay
0: not even wrestlemania any pay-per-view so hey do me a favor don't mess it up and also you say wow and i was writing a story about this i did not think about it when have besides real talk let's let's think about this realistically mm-hmm. besides jacqueline and um
2: Alicia, no no no
0: no no. um jacqueline and oh my gosh i'm gonna remember her name when i do not care they were both like the black women of the uh attitude jazz, era. jazz. what other two women's wrestlers black women were there at the same time like on championship caliber because by the time uh, Sasha had gotten to the uh, onto SmackDown or Raw. She really wasn't. Alicia Fox was kind of like there, but she was kind of on the downswing.
2: She was she was um, basically in the tag team with like um, the bells, but like she wasn't really right. Doing she really much. wasn't she doing much. So, like, she wasn't. Like, she was like in the main but she wasn't the champion right. or like anything to continue for the time. When Naomi
0: was champion, what's her name? Uh, Sasha was on Raw. They've mm-hmm. never had a one on one match for a championship, so it's like
2: this is literally the first time
0: yeah and it's like it seems crazy but it's like in just the history of the wwe it really hasn't been that many black women so it's makes it kind of less surprising that this is like the first time ever but it's also sad that it's the first time but it's like what year,
2: what year was
0: bianca born oh my gosh i actually know this because she's 31 i want to say 91 or 92 Oh,
2: congrats to Sasha to be the first nineties people only nice to compete at WrestleMania. <laughs> WWE 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 WWE. WWE.
0: WWE. No, she's eighty nine. I'm sorry, eighty nine.
2: But yeah, no, like well, Sasha, you're the your first nineties person to be in the main event. 99.
0: But yeah, like, so it really hasn't been that many black women. So I guess I shouldn't be that surprised by this, like them being the first. Not so, not even just WrestleMania, because WrestleMania, I mean, like in general, women like, for the first time just may have been, like a couple years ago. But like in general, it.
2: It's not me. Two, two black men main eventing, like the the show, most likely night one, but main eventing the show.
0: Hell, there haven't even been two black men main eventing WrestleMania. Uh-huh. Nope. Couldn't have been.
2: Like, nope. Nope. The,
0: the Rock would be just, it used to be stone cold or nobody yeah. black. So, yeah, no, like. Like, in general, it's like. <laughs> Making it moves, y'all. I'm really happy no, to see just, it. Not just
2: black people, just black people in general. First two, like, congrats, to y'all, and don't do not try anything else. Also, how will you tell you announce this? Okay, bye. I,
0: don't I know, know.
2: I want to get a resume
0: paycheck You know what? Mm-hmm. How about yes, but let's let's have Karma announce it because you know who oh, I love, me some Karma. Okay, mm-hmm. moving on. Uh, all right, your WTF moment and your show grade.
2: Um. I would say Dirty T F might actually winning because I ain't not gonna lie. I thought he was gonna cash in, and not like successfully cash in.
0: Mm-hmm. It, it looked it looked like it at first.
2: What? But, but you know, that that was, was not Dirty i F. I'm like, huh? Because not gonna lie, I did I did not put the pieces together when MVP people talking to me especially. like. I didn't either. Oh, wait, what was this? No, I just on the tape like on Dream like, okay, this what going with you? Oh, oh. <laughs> It, I didn't put put the PC after everything was done. So, like, congrats to the Miz that's my Delta One for my show. Okay, no, I give it a C plus. You know, what like it wasn't the best thing ever, um, but you know, it was it was a pretty like straightforward show. Like, I I wouldn't tell you much about it. like straight pretty straightforward. You know, it was a nice two and a half two two and a half hours. Yeah, nice show. Like, you know, get straight sweet to the point. You know. Yeah, nice C plus. I wasn't. I wasn't going to be minus, but like, it's some of the smaller things, like like stuff like Reginald. So
0: like yeah. no C plus. All right. So uh, my WTF moment was just Randy Orton getting eliminated first. I was not expecting that one, just cause you know, at, even though I didn't think Randy was gonna win, he's Randy Orton. Yeah. Like you would just think that, yeah. You know. But um, my show grade was a C plus as well. Like it was fine. I would definitely say of the pay per views this year so far, it was the weakest. But I mean, it was so like, it's you know, the weakest, boy. It, it wasn't. A, it wasn't boy, bad. Like it wasn't a bad show. It was actually a pretty decent show. It was fine. Nothing really remarkable like
2: happened. Also, shout out to Kofi King. Seeing like, like, like the stuff he was saying to Randy, like, he got some, <laughs> he got some nice thighs and quads. Like he been doing squats. I'm like, he even Randy like to laugh. Like, you know, with Kofi, he's like, that's cute. You know, like, I respect you. Know you can eliminate me first It's fine. Go ahead. Do <laughs> I'm gonna say okay. Oh, yeah, though. I'm so This time I'm not gonna call
0: you stupid. I'll say something else later. <laughs> All right. Speaking of that, we all love The Rock. We all think The Rock is great. But, Dwayne. But, one, first off, I'm sick of seeing young rock commercials. I don't care. And then, two, just because one is very popular and he's the people's champion does not mean he needs to be in the presidential office. But you want to know who disagrees with that? Oh, hi, Mark. I forgot about this one. Mr. Callaway. in a recent interview with TMZ, which honestly I hate TMZ but this was an interesting talking point he said this of the rock and potentially becoming president that man works his tail off and he dives in wholeheartedly in everything that he does and if he gets to his mindset that he wants to make a run in politics you know what? I think he'll do it he's so charming, he's so witty I think he can be the uniter that the people are looking for. So do you see one day Mr. Dwayne Johnson running for president?
2: Do I see it? Yep. Do I think he should do it? Nope. <laughs> anyway, I, can, I, can, I can totally see it happening. Well, I I don't think you, he should do it because like, you don't have a background in politics. So
0: when has that stopped anybody? I know.
2: I know. Just look at all the former president. <laughs> anyway, I can totally see it happening, but you know, don't. Like Ross and said, don't.
0: I can see yeah. it happening and then like while like somebody like Kanye West saying, Hey, I'm gonna run for president seems more so like a joke just because like He's <laughs> No, like a joke as in like not yeah. as many people really want to get behind him, but I feel like for the rock he has a much more popular image. What the
2: wrestling right, fans and like movies and no people. just in general like a
0: general like overall image like i think that that could be something that more people would find a way to get behind if there's two other candidates that people are just like nah i'm not really a fan of like i could feel them being like oh especially depending on when he chooses to run and like the age of the people voting even though you know presidential votes do matter electoral college i could see that being like people being like oh I know the rock oh he's always been a good guy let's go for that am I saying he will be president no but I could definitely see him taking a shot at it but I I don't think he'd be somebody like Donald Trump to where like he's just like hey I'm just gonna run for president cool cool like I think that he would actually like start like as a congressman or as a mayor and then like work his way up to it as opposed to just going head first but so what
2: you're saying is there's a chance for Kane.
0: I don't think people yeah, would vote for Kane. Yeah, I know.
2: But hey, they both from Knock in Knox Yeah, Knox in Tennessee. County,
0: so. in Tennessee. my kids. So who me. knows? No, I, I keep thinking Kane's actually Republican. I mean there's a difference between being a Republican and being uh, a bigot. Yeah. But speaking of somebody who's probably a Republic but Republican, we know he's a little bit of a bigot. Our good friend Randy Orton, who we give him a lot of crap. But you know what? He's a legend in the business and uh a current champion, more specifically our good pal Finneyboy Balor, NXT champion, said, You know what? He wants to face Randy Orton in NXT. Hmm. He said this. I think we could all learn so much from Randy Orton. I know that's a little bit of a different kind of idea, you know. And a lot of people would want me to say Kevin Owens. A lot of people want me to say Ricochet. But I feel like Randy could really bring NXT to the next level, you know, with regards to the effect he would have on the people in the locker room, in the ring, his professionalism, his experience. So, like we did with Edge a couple weeks ago, top three opponents you want to see Randy Orton face if you were to go to NXT. Now, go boom.
2: So, I'm also a Champa. Yeah. Um. Oh, who else is there? You got Tommaso Ciampa, Karrion and Cross. Yeah. I know because they're friends. I'm thinking all the crazy people as well, but you know, crazy means crazy storytelling. But you know, and you know what, Johnny Gargano, bangers, bangers across the board. He's like, I feel like like. Um, just with the craziness of like the first two, like Johnny got like, like a more story-driven point. Um, because we we are not uh, hearing is like with on uh, the uh, um other He had a pretty good few going with um Ricochet before there was a Nah. You have too much money. No, cut it out. Then he had a pretty good few going with, uh, with um at the time Mustafa Ali. Mm-hmm. His name is Mustafa now. Where well, this is this has always been Mustafa. People just pronouncing it wrong. But at the time, he was Mustafa Ali. Not a pretty good few you her until he got injured. But you know, I feel like uh, with any any person you face, I feel like there's an aspect aspect of like being like a great feud, especially like 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 Brandon um, um, was saying back in his face and Edge. He was talking about NXT like they focus a lot on like you know, spot 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 spot. And it's like storytelling wise, so i feel like it'll be a nice addition to the. Plus, him, he, plus he, he's, he doesn't have to be long anyway. So.
0: They're just not as slow and methodical as he would like them to be. That's how you know he learned from Triple H. Don't forget. Legs. <laughs> uh, for me, I'm going to say Tommaso, of course, just because of what happened was sometime last year yeah. when they were going back and forth. I no, want I, that. I mean, he was facing the edge, right? <laughs> I want it. I want it back. So, I'm going to say Tommaso Ciampa. I'm going to say Walter. Well, One, because I feel that, like man. it's a banger match. Two, because... Randy Orton is one of the most underrated sellers in the biz, and I just want to, I think that'd be a great match. And then three, I'm actually going to say Velveteen Dream, because personal stuff aside, Velveteen is a great wrestler, and I think that the storytelling of, it could kind of be similar to him seeking the validation of somebody like Randy Orton, who is so stoic and so like, I'm not going to give you anything, and he's also crazy, but Velveteen is like I'm gonna show you that I'm greater. You claim to be the legend killer, and I'm gonna kill the legend. Like I feel like that storytelling would be really, really dope. So those are like three matches I would love to see. But I know I said a while like on an old show about like how I prefer them not to include like NXT into the draft and stuff like. So I don't want to like the Miz on NXT, or just like mm-hmm. influx such an influx of like different talents to where it's like I don't want to see so many established people to where NXT kind of loses what it's supposed to be. But Randy Orton, I feel like, would be a great addition because, like, Finn said, like, he could really help coach up some guys, help kind of teach them to tell better stories. And, like, I just feel like it'd be a really interesting dynamic of having, like, a legend like Randy among guys who are really just trying to build themselves up and really get a start. And, of course, there are, like, exceptions like Adam Cole or Finn Balor and stuff like that. But for the guys, like, a... um. Like a Cameron Grimes, Cameron that Grimes. would be awesome for him to be around. Uh, Bronson Reed, Bronson Santos Escobar, who was established, but still, I want to see that match. So yeah, I, I I would love that. I would love
2: it. So there's like some of the new recruits that they just got in as well. Like, uh, it can be very like say he doesn't have to, he doesn't have to be alone like good like five months. If even if that, like he doesn't have to be on like just to like show like teach people like the ins and outs and like stuff like. Stuff like the small things, you know. Wrestling is all about the little things.
0: Because, honestly, I could see him being a much better, like, wrestler, like, for NXT as opposed to a coach. Because I just don't think he has the patience to be a coach for anybody. And I don't want to. Yeah, and I don't want to see him hurt people. But, uh, let's move on a little bit. No, I don't. I don't watch NXT. I mean, AEW. I don't profess to watch AEW. Nothing against it. It's just a lot of wrestling content you want, expect me to keep up with as far as the million other things I do in my life. But i know a paul white when i see one and i hear me out now hear me out paul white spelled w-i-g-h-t looks a lot like the big show i don't know maybe i'm crazy you, you know i can't see i'm blind it's
2: just twins that's all tw- a look a lot, I a lot, a lot of people have twins now.
0: but have we seen paul white and paul white in the same room together at the same time no why have we never what? heard of this twin before
2: didn't get away. He did. He did use work for WWE like his first day. Yeah, yeah. if that like Vince McMahon? That's Paul. Big the Big Show. Paul White. I don't right. Know.
0: But where would he
2: go? I don't know. The big Show just stayed there eventually.
0: So now, hear me out. Now, maybe hear me out. Maybe if it actually is the Big Show, what are your expectations for him in the All Elite Wrestling?
2: Not much, really.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: I don't um, think so either. Not much like, I did see online like when people. Who like some people who criticize the bitch like oh is still here who praise a bitch for going for eight going to eight you're like, like what? Like what? You can't know. You can't <laughs> like, do you know. both. Hey not not now, you know like, get off AEW's dick. <laughs> stop
0: that. <laughs> just stop doing that. Well just, you know AEW just revitalizes everyone's career once they get to AEW everyone's gonna see just how terrible WWE is, don't you know? Miro? Sean Spears? Just the name a few.
2: I'm like plus, I don't. I don't even think he's gonna be doing that much wrestling there anyway. he's like, mainly doing commentary, right? I have no idea. I, I don't know that like the stat, like the state of his contract. But uh, I think I think he actually still has a Legends contract as well. <laughs> I think he still does. I
0: feel like WWE
2: like, hey, yeah, no. I like, feel like I feel like with some like people, like yeah, screw you, but like i feel like, bitch, i don't care. go ahead.
0: Well, it's a good right. thing his show already on Netflix yeah. got canceled because it, imagine if he, it wasn't canceled, it was being the funded. start of the Big
2: Show show, Paul White, like,
0: what? He was like, wait, he's Big Show, but he's Paul White. And he I just saw him wrestling. And, man, WWE would have sued the hell out of that man. Well,
2: well, well. the Bitch Show, like, actually, that's, right. that's my plan. on getting not want to AEW. like. Wow, <laughs> wow, <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, that's foul,
0: but yeah, I don't have really expectations for well.
2: you, him. You know, um, congrats, but um, making money. Hey, just think about this his last WWE was the main event resume. I know it wasn't. T- look, there's that they the resume stuff set up, so technically, because the main event resume. Sure, so.
0: sure.
2: Hey, he's a title match as well, so
0: it was. Hey, look, what. what? Some people never get a title match.
2: And look, it was at WrestleMania, still. I mean, same building, so. So, you still get the same paycheck. <laughs>
0: you know but, what? Um, that means everybody was at WrestleMania because it took place in the same place. There you go. Before they moved to the PC. You're welcome. So, um... Basically, well, like congratulations,
2: but, um... I hope like, whatever like, your theme song is it still needs to include the well part of it. Not 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 the same way but like you, just, you know. You can shoot. <laughs> like do it. like like do But he's like, not the
0: big show anymore. Like do, like, do, it, it, do it, had, where it. It's the Paul. White. It don't hit the same.
2: It's, like, like, it's, it's, it's going it's to be very different. It like, don't the <laughs> same. You know. I'm not, not just going I'm going to watch A.W. to see what the theme song is now. I'm I probably. Because you're like, you, you don't have a 90 day no complete cost. No, no, no compete cost because you. He ain't competing you know, over almost a year. Uh, you, you're not an active wrestler, so you have the legends contract so that you can do what you want. But um, I just want to see what your theme song is. AEW don't disappoint me with his theme song. They will. Songs. Yeah, I know. It's hard getting used to new theme songs as well. I feel like, with, like with most people who left WWE and went to AEW like, ah, I gotta get used to this theme song now. <laughs> like, okay.
0: Well, you know, at least now most theme songs don't even have words in them, so it's just a different instrument.
2: Yeah, loop. Just loops.
0: Loop de loop and poo.
2: I would say a lot of, a lot of shows like they have a lot of generic things although so They sound that sound good, but it's like it's very generic. Yeah. Then oh. again, like I think the only person who pop does have from like I don't just like of theme songs, okay? But I know Cody has a full like
0: full, Of course he theme does. Song. Of course I would if it's my company. I'm gonna have the most extra things, so and you gonna know it's me. Mm-hmm. I don't care if everybody else comes out to freaking Old McDonald had a farm. I'm gonna come out something cool.
2: I'm just gonna have to pee for the world title, you? you know. I'm pretty sure he's, he's gonna go back on that eventually, everyone. Of course. It's not like Aim, it's not like comedies go back on their own word, like, like, a no automatic rematch. Literally, I've never gone back on that.
0: <laughs> you wanna talk about a match that did get an automatic remastered? Everybody was like,
2: why? See you see. Johnny
0: Boy Cena. Now, we talked about The Rock a little bit earlier in a political sense, but who said that backstage politics didn't play a role in this one, too? Now, we give refs a lot of crap, but for the ones that have been there forever, case in point of Mike Chioda, I think he knows what he's talking about. Because at WrestleMania 28, he refereed the match between Johnny Boy Cena and The Rock. You know, the match that was supposed to be first time, only first and only time ever, and then, oh, one year later... And uh, he said this to say in a recent interview about the match. He said, I think Cena had a little bit of a problem doing the job because here's Cena carrying the torch for the last 10 years at the time and did not necessarily want to lose to Dwayne, The Rock Johnson. So we always think of John Cena as, you know, a philanthropist, never give up, hustle, loyalty, respect, Marine, all that. But do you think in his heart of hearts, he had a problem losing to The Rock at Mania 28?
2: Probably, yeah. Okay, I feel like there's a that's still a big thing going. Like no one wants to lose to someone who's uh, part time and hasn't been on the show in years.
0: And this is before Johnny Boy said, Hey, part time and blah 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 but then like stayed. Then then, you
2: know, then i <laughs> well, like, I feel like yes, but it's the thing, I also I don't I don't like the term, like especially when the term like does the job, like I understand that like, there's a resting to like Tell you're not doing the job, you just lost them. Okay. I mean, like, t- I I, I, get, I, I get, get the phrase. Like I get the phrase. I'm like, damn. I don't. Uh, unless like, it's like a job. Like you're actually jogging out. Like I don't like that term. <laughs> but um, I get it. But I also see like where you will be upset like to lose to the Rock. Like I've already been here. Like so while you were here and after you left, holding it down. I'm like, i didn't have to lose to you.
0: Case oh. in point, while CM Punk fell. How mm-hmm. CM Punk fell just a few years later. It's so CM Punk left. <laughs> Yeah, I, you
2: know, I, I, think, I don't think he's going to leave, but, you know.
0: I, I think he was would, definitely upset.
2: I would be upset as well, like, like fine. Like, I would do the bill but I'm not going to be happy
0: about it. Like, mm. I totally believe he was upset. Yeah. I don't think that, of course, since you've been the guy for this long, and you think I'm just going to lose to somebody who has not been in the ring for, how many years was it? Like, seven, since- eight?
2: Like, since
0: 2003. 2003, and it was, like, 2012. So, you know, like, nine years? You think I'm all of a sudden just going to, like, lose? And, like, I understand it's The Rock, but it's, like, if it was anybody but John Cena, who, let's be honest, of this period is the most popular wrestler, it's, like, okay, I totally understand. But John Cena is, like, in terms of popularity at the time, he was, like, in his own stratosphere. Yeah. So, I can totally understand why he wouldn't,
2: Want to lose? Like, like, you get, it. I get. It, it's a money match. Like, I, I get a money match, but I still don't need to lose.
0: I don't think he. I say, course, I say yes. it's the Rock's
2: hometown, but like, I don't care. People lose in their home hometowns so every time. No, maybe.
0: was that one in the? Home? No, I well, think okay, was that in New York. The worst
2: man in twenty eight or nine. This was twenty eight. Yeah, this in Miami. Okay, and twenty
0: nine was in.
2: Yeah.
0: So it's Okay, but um, the only. Thing. Like, I can totally understand John Cena being upset. Honestly, i would be upset too. But it's not like John Cena lost anything from it. He didn't, but. Cause he, no, like, I, I get him yeah. being upset, but, like, unlike other people like CM Punk, yeah. he didn't lose, like, legitimacy because he's still John Cena. He's still going to be booked. He's still going to be on your, your freaking fruity pebbles. He's still going to be everywhere. It's just an unfortunate, like, I shouldn't have lost it. And honestly, I as a fan i'm happy he lost but in terms of like him i it didn't really make sense for him to lose other than just building up the rock yeah all right one more piece before we get out this piece we're gonna play a game okay close your eyes we're gonna take it back to pre-covid all right back before we could go to restaurants go to wrestling shows we didn't even know what a mask was besides the one on Rey mysterio's face and in this time, we're going to circle it back to 2019, right? 2019. And we're going to talk to our good friend Sasha, right?
2: Before Crypt came.
0: And we're going to think of those, you remember those struggling times when Sasha really wasn't getting the right booking, had to beg and plead for the women's tag champs, got them, lost them in May, and then she was just kind of gone? hmm According to her interview with Stone Cold on the Broken Skull session, she said after Mania uh, 35, I asked to leave and Vince was like, no. He said, no. He said, I'm gonna give you 30 days to think about it and I took more than 30 days. So, so don't feel like- she was going to like September, October. Yeah, she turned on, not Natalia, but very <laughs> but hear me out and that's when she came creep game, but not hear me out as your eyes are closed. Imagine what the WWE would be like without Sasha Banks. Explain to us the world that you see without Sasha Banks. It'll and she would have gr- granted her very, release. It'll be
2: very different. It'll oh, uh, It'll be so different. Yeah. It was like Sasha she's put on banger matches which is just by almost anybody. Like I don't Honestly, I can't. tell you, because it's a world I don't really want to live in. I'm like, wow. Because, like, during during that time, like, doing it's, it's doing this. Like, it, it was kind of kind of rough. Like, a lot of women, like, cause um, except for like, Charlotte, Becky, Naomi before she got hurt, Rhonda, baby, Rhonda and. Bailey, she was doing she was doing just on her own. Because like she was coming, kind, of, kind of like you got this new adversification. She went to smack down. Like okay,
0: she was she was doing kind of like. I I'll say this. I think like, that. On, I'm sorry. I think that without Sasha last year, Becky as a I mean not Becky Bailey as a heel wouldn't have been as strong because she wouldn't have Sasha there. Because it was like what made her so good is because she also had Sasha there to kind of back her up and like back up the smack she was talking. And so I feel like her as a heel still could have worked, but I don't think it would have hit the same without Sasha. So I look at it like that. I look at, um, I'm not going to lie, I'm still mad she didn't beat Becky at Hell in a Cell. Really pissed off about that. I think that the status of the Women's Tag teams Championships would be... I don't want to say that they're that valued right now, but I feel like the value would be even lessened because the person yeah. who's fought one of the people who fought so hard for it is just like yeah, never mind, I don't care anymore. Leave.
2: Like, it's like because it seems like every time like Sasha and Bailey win, it's like oh, I'm actually somewhat cared about this because I should go to all three brands and I actually defend them. Like when they lost them, they were just on Raw.
0: Yeah. So it's like I don't think. Like, it's a world I don't want to live in just because Sasha impacts so much, like, in the women's division. Like, even if it's not directly her storyline, just what she brings to the ring. Mm -hmm. And so, like, if she were to have actually been released a couple of years ago, one, I feel like she would have been the most high-profile free agent ever. Like, well, women, you know what I mean? But I don't think, well, one, I think it's like when AEW was just getting started. Or oh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I don't think she probably would have went there, but I don't think that they would have done anything with her because they didn't have the women there to actually facilitate I mean, a competitive I mean, division. I mean, they
2: did, just they don't use them.
0: <laughs> Not when they first started. Oh yeah. Because I think it would just be like Sasha's there. Everybody knows Sasha's going to be champion. I just feel like you it'd
2: have, be. You got, you got Sasha, Britt Baker, um, Awesome Kong, Nyla Rose, is it's it's, Who, not, it's not a lot. It's not a it's lot. Not a lot. Like, you, have na- you have people that you can build. You your can around, but like, you need more than just those few women. And then
0: the thing is, besides Sasha and Awesome Kong, like everybody else is like mostly under, like not as well known because most of them, like got their stars like in the Indies and stuff. And so it pretty much would just be Sasha running the division, but she wouldn't have as much competition. She wouldn't have as much fanfare. She wouldn't have as much like build up for her that she has now. So, I think, I'm I'm so happy she didn't leave because in truth, like, even with the frustrations, which were rightfully so, I don't think that if she would have went anywhere else, her career would be where it is right now.
2: Cause I feel like, cause she, I, cause when did she do the Hot Ones thing?
0: I think that was, true.
2: Was, that, was that before she left?
0: I think that was before she left. Yeah, so
2: I feel like, she's probably, most likely she probably still has the, the Mandalorian, but like. But she, but she, her passion is wrestling.
0: I don't think she would have got the Mandalorian. No,
2: she got. She said. She said she got the she got the Mandalorian because of hot ones, pissed up pretty soft hot ones. That's literally why she got the role. I. So I feel like I feel like that, that, like I said this is my like how I feel like it was, I feel like she probably stay with it then But like we know, wrestling is her passion. I feel like that be was a
0: okay. That was January twenty eighteen. So yeah, it was it was well before this i don't know only because she just because the start like she's accomplished so much in Mm -hmm. the what three years like since that was and so i think yeah she would have been looked at for the interview but she wouldn't have like the star power to it because because you say oh sasha banks is doing it like you get a whole bunch of people who don't give a damn about star wars who want to watch because Sasha Banks, the wrestling folklore. So even if she would took the wrestling, I, the I, acting route, I,
2: I, I don't think it would have been the same. I doubt it because I feel like the star power was like was still there because like no matter what, no matter what Sasha did, like even while she was gone, like people were like looking at her, looking like looking for. Her. I feel like the star power was still be there because like it's Sasha Banks.
0: I I would disagree just because at the time yeah it's cool but after a few years it's like people stop caring like ty dillinger when he left he, he was really high in the company he left and then people don't care as much miro aka rusev his star power now is even lessening just because he hasn't been the superstar oh, well, everybody I thought he was gonna be, I to be on TV. yeah so it's like i think that of course at the time it would be like hell yeah sasha Banks, but as time wanes even the greatest people like you're like yeah you're great people just stop caring because we don't see you 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 were no longer like in the throes of it, so you'll just become more of a memory. So I'm happy Sasha didn't leave. I think that it would have been negative for the WWE, of course, but also like how far her wrestling career and like in other endeavors would have been. But I will say this: I feel like she would have gotten better wigs, so because she wouldn't have to deal with the. Shoutout you know, helped her throughout that time. Yeah, because I mean, it was a lot. It's a whole lot going on. So I'm, um but yeah that's our show thank you guys so much for listening as always please be sure to check out the xreport.net. I repeat the export.net for exclusive sports content written by yours truly and fellow X Report writers brother Kiki do you have anything you'd like to say before we blow this popsicle stand shout
2: out to Sasha and Bianca
0: yes we love black women we love seeing black women thrive well, like survive and do the dives Thank you all so much for listening, and we will see you all next time.